This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get going. Here it is. It's topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Dial pound 3636. First Monday back, and uh, I'm delighted to see familiar names and faces. Mike Van Solen, Principal and Navigator. How you doing? I'm doing really great. Great to see you back. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Thank you for that. Adrian Batra, Editor-in-Chief of the Toronto Sun. How's Adrian? It's a great day for talk radio, John. Thank you, Adrian. Welcome back. Thank you. Nice to be back. Nice to see you all here, including David Sparrow, who is the head of ACTRA, ACTRA National, which uh, deals with performers in the country of Canada. How's the Sparrow? I'm fantastic, John. I hope people are warm and cozy in their cars and apartments because it's wet and cool out there, but it's wonderful in here. <laughs> okay. Phrasing. Thanks a lot for that. Yeah, that, that update on the weather. Uh, I'm just but, trying to draw the audience in, make them part of the ambiance here. Okay, well, when do you start? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. We do the shtick as a regular thing anyway, but it's I've got to ask, hey, speaking of which, now, you know, I've been away, uh, so I don't know how much and to what extent it's been discussed, but this is the first pass with you guys. I'm kind of curious to know this. Justin Trudeau gossiping at the NATO conference in London. I'm sure much has been said and reams of uh, ink have been spilled in your own paper, but does that reflect poorly on Trudeau's character or, you know, does this disdain for Trump forgive this indis- indiscretion, Adrian? You know, it's a good question because I I had done a video about uh, on this for the Toronto Sun last week, and I said... In Canada, it will play well because Trudeau or, or Trump is so despised in, on this side of the border that, you know, whatever indiscretion Justin Trudeau does in bashing Donald Trump will be ostensibly forgiven. But internationally, it hurts us. Uh, for those two Canadians that are held captive in China, it hurts them. For our, our Well, because in order for us to actually secure the release of the two Michaels, um, the the president of the United States needs to make a deal with China in order to get the Huawei executive who we're being, who we're Canada is holding in Vancouver on who's enjoying her life, by the way, you know, very nicely, but not the two Michaels that are that are in some prison in China. If the president of the United States secures a deal and um, and secures a trade negotiation, then it will trickle down and it will ultimately release her, the Huawei exec, and then hopefully release the two Canadians. So we need President Trump on our side in order to do things like that. And I know that people find that distasteful and it's just, it's, you know, it's an anathema to them, but that's the reality we're facing. So no, it's not helpful when Justin Trudeau acts like a schoolyard idiot and um, bashes the uh, leader of the, uh, the furriest nation on earth. All right. Uh, and so because there might be these ramifications, I just thought in and of itself, it shows a man of, uh, let's say, poor character. Now, that's not to absolve these other guys because they were included in that. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's supposed to be our number one ally. We export 80 percent of our product to them and so on. And so uh, it's, you know, the catty nature. Do you think that uh, there's anything that would reflect poorly going forward? Justin Trudeau is just another collective nail in the coffin. I mean, so much of the stuff leading up to the election right. didn't seem to stick. So I don't know where we're going with this, Mike. Look, I think Canadians have sort of figured out who Justin Trudeau is, and some of them are fine with it. A, a lot of people, uh, you know, see him as uh, not not the world leader and, and the, the statesman that they imagined when they first voted for him back in the first election when he became prime minister. Episodes like this are just sort of one further thing that sort of fills out the narrative and, and sort of thought process thought people have about about Justin Trudeau. Um, as a former political staffer, I'll just you know the only uh, break I'll give him is is as a former political staffer who's helped uh, help politicians at, at events you know hundreds of times. 
you know, I just get hives thinking, oh, have have I not briefed him? Or, you know, this is some staffer out there who probably screwed something up. And I don't understand how close the mic was or wasn't, if he should have understood it or not. But I know it's a huge problem. And, and you know, it's not surprising to me that he's he's made these types of mistakes on, on the world stage many times. Um, and it is a problem in part, you know, truthfully, because Donald Trump has a thin skin. We've seen that. He prosecutes uh, his uh, his convictions and his his uh, grievances uh, pretty effectively and, and regularly. And they are a big partner of us. We have to get USMCA done. Uh, we cannot have more daylight between the, the White House and, and the Canadian government well, to, than to there the point is today. that Adrian made. Do you think uh, Trump is so thin skinned or prickly uh, that, you know, he would even make these issues in the grand sweep of big projects? I can't imagine it's not stuck in the back of his mind. And when things come across his desk that he has to make decisions about um, how he views Justin Trudeau and um, look, he's getting mocked now on Saturday Night Live, and it's just reinforcing mm-hmm. for, for his own, con- the, Donald Trump's own constituency, that uh, Donald Trump is somehow less than the, the statesman that he hopes to be. So um, when you're getting beaten with a stick, and that stick has Justin Trudeau's name on it, you're not going to think very favorably of him. All right. Uh, well, let me ask Dave Sparrow, because uh, to Mike's point, <clears throat> SNL did a sketch. Uh, Jimmy Fallon portrayed Trudeau. And it was a lunchroom scenario where Trump, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. wasn't invited to sit at the table and they were all, you know, chatting about him, a la Mean Girls. And uh, I had somebody who was a former writer in the old Tonight Show say, when they start laughing at you and mocking you, uh, that's more serious than a lot of pointed political commentary because they're no longer taking you seriously. Do you think that's there's a tipping point that we've reached now with Justin Trudeau in that regard? I think that Justin Trudeau and this particular event will be extremely short-lived in terms of Saturday Night Live. Uh, But Saturday Night Live has been mocking and making fun of Donald Trump since before he got elected and even uh, before perhaps he ran for office. It is uh, basically that Justin Trudeau made one big mistake. He was... uh, it turned out there was an open mic in the room, and he was at a public event. Other than that, these are his peers and his friends, if you will, his allies, people that he's spent a fair amount of time with. And if we don't believe that when they get behind closed doors that these leaders all across the world, including Trump and his pals, are constantly cracking wise and making fun of the people they just um, were diplomatic with, then we don't understand. As far as Trump's thin skin goes, is that he's taken on Rosie O'Donnell and all kinds of people who have absolutely no impact on his presidency, and yet he takes to Twitter. So yes, he's got an extremely thin skin, but sooner or later, hopefully people have conversations with him that bring him back into what he needs to do as a statesman. I'm making air quotes, statesman. Um, uh, In terms of the uh, USMCA and other things that need to get done, regardless of how one person acted at one event. All right. Uh, But I wanted to make this about Justin Trudeau. I mean, I guess uh, we pivoted to Trump and his reaction, but uh, the takeaway, the perception in Canada of our own leader, does this just reinforce what we've always suspected and that people are now mocking him internationally and laughing at him? I guess they did that with the blackface as well. But Mm -hmm. this is just, you know, again, it's a continuum. And uh, after a while, pattern recognition. Yeah. And and this is this is what we get from Justin Trudeau. And frankly, you know, it, it was a bit like that situation you do see in Mean Girls or Schoolyard Bullies and everyone's sort of talking behind the, the big guy's back and things like that. I'm not forgiving Donald Trump for his transgressions. I have no doubt that he would uh, do this on a regular basis as well. But 
what's fascinating sort of about this situation for, for, for Justin Trudeau in particular is since the federal election, we really haven't heard much from him. He's mm. sort of laid low, which has been quite refreshing, actually. Not a lot of selfies, not a lot of bluster. Then all of a sudden, his big debut is on the international stage making fun of Donald Trump. Not helpful um, for things like our grain farmers out west. Not helpful for getting pipelines built. Not helpful for USMCA. None of these things are helpful. Um, Donald Trump is spiteful. Whether you agree with that or not, whether you call him thin-skinned, he is unfortunately the one at the table that wields the biggest stick. And you don't necessarily want to pick a fight with that person. With our panel, Mike Van Sol and Adrian Batra and Dave Sparrow on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 